this episode of Stone Sports. I am Bert. With me, as always, is Dubs. What's happening? Not a whole lot, man. Hanging Fuck. in here. Fuck! I what? forgot to turn off the fan. Hold on. Keep talking. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I thought you were going to be like, oh, I forgot to press record now. Nope. Just the fan, as always. Here's this five-second intermission here where Birdie gets up, I'm goes here. across the room, and sits back down. Perfect timing. I'm here. <laughs> Birdie, I'm watch Mythic Quest. Yeah, it's so good, right? Sorry, this it's... sickness is wearing me out, dude. Oh, yeah. Do you want to? How was your week, man? How you feel it's brutal i started with a covid scare that wasn't covid thank the lord yeah covid test in the middle of recording last week we got done you texted me in the morning we're like now nah, i might have fucking covid yeah right that shit was fucking <laughs> whack but luckily it wasn't covid but then it turned out to be a double ear infection which is like just as worse yeah it's i mean i wouldn't know i don't know about that but it's pretty fucking terrible, I tell you what. Pretty terrible. Yeah, I am not a fan of ear infections. I nah, used to get them the a ton worst. as a kid. I had, like, one a few years ago, and I haven't had one since, thank God. But, yeah, I get, double I get like ear infection. I get, like, one a year, but, like, Ugh. I haven't had a double since probably 2018, 2017. And, like, it's so bad because you get, like, really dizzy. Cause it, like yeah. fucks with your equilibrium. I mean, it fucks shit. your whole shit up. Yeah, it fucks your whole shit up. Man. Yeah, dude. Like it's brutal as fuck. So I've been dealing with that. So I'm like, it's hard to sleep at night and shit. So I'm, ugh, you know, pretty worn out. But I shall sell you on Mythic Quest. Yeah, Mythic Quest is great, right? It was so fucking good, man. And the first episode, I was like, all right, this is all right. The second episode sold me. I was in after that. Which one's the first one? That's the first one with the shovel, right? Yes. Yeah, the one with the shovel. Yes. Time to penis. Yes. <laughs> and then, Time to penis was phenomenal. <laughs> TTP. Yeah, what is that's TTP? A real, that's a real thing, dude. That's hilarious. Yeah, time to penis is a real thing that they do like in the gaming development world. I didn't know that. That's yeah. hilarious. I thought they just made it up for the no, show. No, dude, they did not make that up. That's a real fucking thing. Oh, my God. Yeah, what's the second <laughs> oh, episode? Fuck. Uh, the, the Nazi one. Right, right. Did you notice Actually, the, second the name of... the Casino, of... where Brad dips, he yeah. just walks out. But the third <laughs> one is the Nazi one. Did you notice the name of the HR person? Carol. It's Carol. There is no Carol in <laughs> HR. I thought that was beautiful. Uh, brilliant. Also, one of my favorite parts about the show is that they keep the, like jesus freak upbeat person just in the basement locked oh, up sue i <laughs> yeah, love I dude i love sue though like that actor holy she shit it. she murders it like it down to like the the, the slight tea. yeah the, like, every like pennsylvania dude, accent like, on it holy oh, shit yes. it's so like when she's like how are you like it's so <laughs> fucking amazing and cricket uh. Cricket is a revelation in that show. Oh dude. my god, he's yeah, so good. He's so good. Like everyone's really good. Um the 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 his assistant there. Oh my Matt, god. Max like oh he she's kind of sort of just a floating. I agent love when of he chaos. says to, I think we should fire yeah, her. I love when he says to um F. Murray Abraham, the guy that plays the writer, where he's like, if we could yes. just harness her power. For good. If yeah. we could harness her power for good, I think we'd be honest with <laughs> 
It's so good. And I, um, you know, the, um, the short haired tester is the person that does tiny Tina's voice. Really? Yeah. In Borderlands. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. Right. It's fucking crazy. That show's awesome, man. It's it was very well done. I, was, I, I love was Poppy too. Impressed. Like Poppy, Poppy's great. Yeah. Also, the two the two bonus episodes they had phenomenal. The bonus episodes. Oh, like yeah, the, eleven and twelve. There's yeah. like the festival and then yeah. the pandemic one. Oh my, my god! Favorite the COVID the episode pan- is so COVID good. The COVID episode was phenomenal. That was almost when I texted you. It was halfway through that. But yeah, the, the part of that that geeked me out the most was when uh. I'm always going to call him Mac when he was fucking going across the street. Like the first time he goes out of his house. Yeah. And, and he's like, I will fuck you up. Yeah, I'll fuck you up <laughs> across the street, buddy. Oh my God. So good. But you know, man, like the thing about the COVID episode, like when she's like crying and shit, like I almost started crying there. Yeah. Because that- it's like, I really like, I felt like that in the pandemic, like completely isolated, like really fucked up over it. And it was just like, it was such a wonderful way to handle it. Like, that it episode really is jammed in the middle of the first season, like the, the backstory of like the building and shit. Oh my God. It was dude. super depressing. Oh my God. Yeah. But that was the episode where I was like, this is one of the best shows I've seen in years. I knew because like, I remember you so saying good. that. Like when you were telling me to watch it, and I was like, I bet this is the episode that like cemented it for Birdie. Yeah, because like it's so like I don't know, like it's so out of left field. But like if that was a movie by itself, it'd be a great movie. Yeah, it would. You know, and it's like the whole time you're like, come on, dude, like stop fucking up, bro. And then they just tie that like sweet little bow on at the end, and you're just like, fuck, this is good. Like, I don't know, man. I just think it's, like, a criminally underrated show. And I love that Poppy is, like... Because they start to build her as a character who's, like, gonna be, like, the good guy. But she's just as shitty as everyone else. Oh, yeah, she's just as horrible. (laughs) Like, it's so fucking fantastic. Yep. Yeah, I fucking love that show, man. I wish they did more of it, but, you know, it is what it is. I thought it ended well. No, they're not. Oh, wait, no, it's done? Yeah, it's done. It's over. They're not gonna do more. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. I mean, you know, you never say never. Like, maybe one day they'll do another. But for now, he's like, yeah, we're not doing it. So. Fair. I it, like that. Yeah, it ends well, though. Yeah, yeah I'm like, not completely of it done is with awesome. it. I think I'm on, like, episode three of the second season. Oh. So I still got a bit more to go. Oh, and it's about to get, like, so good, too, then. I'm sure. Yeah, it gets great. Um, Fucking pootie shoe. She's such a fucking piece of shit. Like, <laughs> and every time they see him on the screen, they're all like, oh, what a little piece of shit. Yeah, that fun. Four B-holes? Like, it's four so B-holes? good. It's so good. What oh. a stupid fucking character. But yeah, my favorite character is... It's hard to pick. Um, Brad is amazing. Like, Brad is so fucking funny. Yeah, he's he he was an electric factory. Yeah, and then uh, I really like the writer. I can't remember his name in the show. CW. CW. CW is so goddamn 70s fucking. 70s were a bit of a funny. blur. Yeah, like so fucking funny. Like when he says there's a line in passing in the first episode, I think it is. Might be the second one where he's like, I once had a lover in Morocco with two buttholes, but <laughs> yes. three, that's the dream. Yeah. <laughs> 
And Mac just looks at him and goes, gross. Yeah. (laughs) It's so fucking funny, man. I'm going to watch. I'm going to start it over tonight. So good. Yeah. Wait till he gets like his backstory too, dude. Like it's CWs. Yeah. Like it is seriously emotional. Like it's really good. I fucking love that show, man. God damn it. It's so good. All right. We can move on. You know, it's not good. Huh? PBR. Like the beer? Yeah. That uh, depends on how you drink it, Hoss. Well, after a couple of shots, you're in business. But before that... Uh, I got some <laughs> tips for you, but we'll get to it. Abs Blue Ribbon apologized on Monday after the brand's Twitter account fired off a string of profane messages to start 2022, including that, quote, dry January is so last year, and people should, quote, try eating ass if they don't want to drink booze this month. Why are they apologizing for that? I... That's America these days, man. We apologize about the language and content of our recent tweets. The tweets in question were written in poor judgment by one of our associates, PBR Vice President of Marketing Nick Really told Really Really told Fox Business in a statement on Monday. In no way does the content of these tweets reflect the values of Paps and our associates. We're handling the matter internally and have removed the tweets from our social platforms. The company christened this month Paps Blue Ribbon's Wet January, a play on the popular movement Dry January, which encourages individuals to abstain from booze for the first month of the year. On Monday morning, PBR stepped up their Wet January campaign by writing a since-deleted tweet, not drinking this January? Try eating ass. Slim Jim, another company with a colorful social media presence, responded that, quote, legal must have until the fourth off, huh? (laughs) I mean, I don't know. I don't see a problem with the tweet. But also, look, and this is coming from a sober guy who's, you know, in the program. The dry January thing? Come on. Come on. Come on. Like, what, you're going to take January off? What's going to happen? In February, you're just going to start shoveling booze into your gullet harder than you ever did before. It's so fucking stupid. Like, either don't drink or drink. I didn't get you drink all month. Let's get fucked up in February. Right, like, what's that fucking Ron Swanson quote? Don't half-ass two things, whole-ass one thing. You know what I'm saying? Either don't drink or Ron drink. Swanson's a legend. Like, quit being a you know, fucking little spitch about it. Fucking uh, spitch. Yeah, the best Ron Swanson quote is... uh. I hate skim milk because it's water that's lying about being milk. <laughs> I gotta rewatch that through. I haven't watched that in years. Uh-huh. All right, but back to it. Look, Paps Blue Ribbon tips: two things you can do. Okay, you pour like a quarter of the can out, fill it with orange juice, Bromosa, delicious. Oh, Bromosa, delicious. You can also take the can. And you take the rim of the can, right? And you, like, dip the rim in, in honey and then dip it in Old Bay. Delicious. I mean, truly delicious. delicious. Truly delicious. It started an alcoholic cooking show with Brady. This is the things you learn when you drink heavily and you like to hunt. You know, I don't do them at the same time because I don't handle guns while I'm drunk. But, you know, when you're sitting back at the hunt I'm sure club, somebody does. Yeah, I'm sure hundreds of people do, but I don't. When you're back at the hunt club and you're drinking PBRs, PBRs, you know, that's what you do. Look, PBR is a, a very big beer around here. I always think of PBR as college beer. It it's even, like the last even has can that's in that your buddy's fr- fridge that lives in a dorm. It's going to be a PBR. People call it the people's beer of Richmond. 
Oh, I like that. Yeah, like I it, like people that. drink it like water around here, man. Like, you used, there's this one punk Not bar. I'm a fucking PBR. Yeah, there's this one punk bar we used to go to, and you could get a tall boy, you know, those big tall boys yeah, on PBR yeah. for a dollar. Oh my! That's one egregious. time we went to a show, egregious. I had I had forty dollars, and I was on probation, so I couldn't spend it on drugs, and I spent it Shame. all on alcohol, and I walked out with no money. So I drank forty tall boys of PBR. Jesus one night. Christ! Yes, dude. Yes. Now, full disclosure, we were there for like, you know eight hours probably but even still like that's way too many beers in eight hours a shitload of beers i don't remember anything after a certain point yeah i bet i bet you don't i don't All you remember is that sweet pbr going down the gullet yeah i remember <laughs> like yelling at one of the guys in the band that he they should cover hang on sloopy but that's all i really remember <laughs> classic birdie yeah. um the PBR Twitter account was also responding to people that responded to them. We're like talking shit. Like, what's the difference between eating ass and drinking PBR? Nothing. They responded to that uh, to with everything's an ass, all ass, no breaks. That <laughs> another I mean, response. Shit. Suddenly, eating ass is on brand. Uh, they also offered to hire. Antonio Brown on Sunday after he got up and <laughs> left the field. So we'll, we'll we'll get to that in a little bit. Don't you worry. I mean, I think we should just get to it now. Just get to it now. Let's, Let's get to it now, bro. Crazy, dude. <laughs> like, what the fuck actually happened? Like, I don't understand what actually right. happened. So I was listening to Pardon My Take yesterday. Shout mm-hmm. out. They were talking about. They actually got his Uber driver on the show. Mm-hmm. Apparently, it's some guy that drives a shitload of Giants people and Jets people because it was in New York, obviously. Like that, he's an Uber driver, knows a lot of people, is apparently friends with Antonio Brown's manager. He okay. was watching the game, saw Antonio Brown do his stunt, texted his manager. His manager is an Eagles fan, was watching the Eagles game, apparently didn't have the Bucks game on, turned it on, freaked the fuck out, called him and told him to go to the stadium immediately and pick Antonio Brown up. He did just that picked Antonio Brown up. He said on the show that the dispute was originated from Antonio Brown not getting the ball. Shocker. Um, Yesterday, media started reporting that it was due to an injury, that he had some sort of ankle injury, and he didn't feel comfortable going into play. And Mm -hmm. Bruce Arians told him to go in, and he said, no, fuck you, I'm hurt. And he said, all right, fuck you, you're not a buck. How about that? And he was like, all right, fuck you, took his clothes off, all that. But from what the driver said, who apparently was with Antonio Brown for about two and a half hours after the game yesterday, uh, it was a possession thing. Like, he wanted the ball. Wasn't getting the ball. Gronk had a shitload of receptions. They had everybody out. Evans, Godwin, Fournette, mad people out. Brown wanted the ball, wasn't getting it, threw a hissy fit and stormed off. But if you haven't seen the video... I'm sure you have, but please fucking look it up, man. Antonio Brown stripped down on the sidelines, threw his jersey, shirt, whatever the fuck he had into the crowd, hyped up the New York Jets opposing crowd, ran into the end zone, and then right on out through the tunnel. During the game, middle of the play, Tom Brady was on offense on the field, and Antonio Brown's like, nah, I'm out. Yeah. I mean, the memes have been... It's grade A. Top chef's kiss. Yeah, like they were top phenomenal. tier memes. 
keeping me going is what those men are doing. (laughs) But uh, six days before that, quote, y'all are all about drama. This is all about football. You know who said that? Antonio Brown said that. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. I also saw, like, Tom Brady, like, didn't, you know, kind of, like, stuck up for him in a weird a sort of round. He did. Way. So when they asked Brady about it in the press conference, he was basically like, you know, if you see him, if you're close with him, like, reach out. You know, he needs support right now. Blah, blah, blah. He needs the help. He, he needs to get all the help he can, things like that. It was never, like malicious or anything like that it was very like supportive and outreaching bruce arians on the other hand was like nah he's not a buck fuck that guy yeah wow (laughs) intense some drama some dramas but antonio brown also lived in brady's house like when he came down to tampa and shit like that like they he was really only on the team because of tom brady oh did he actually live in his house yeah, he lived that he, there like, for offered for him to live there, but he didn't actually live there. Uh, maybe I'm fucking it up, but I thought he did live there. Like, I mean, like, I could be, I could so. be fucking it up. This could be yeah. completely the other way around, and I could be fucking this all up, which is probably more likely. But whatever. Regardless, um, Brady either offered to or did let Antonio Brown stay in his house, and like the. I don't know. It just seems like a spit in the face to me. Like, that's your last connection. This dude did everything to get you onto the team, give you another chance. And you, if it's all about getting the ball, man, I mean, you fucking squandered it. You're not going to play another snap in the NFL. Yeah, that's why I don't think it's all about getting the ball. You can't be that dumb, right? No, I just, I, I just don't think that's it. Like, I don't think that that drives anyone to do something like that and birdie he was also at eight catches like 60 something yards away and one more touchdown from a bunch of incentives they're all worth like 330 million each, or 330,000 each adding up to a million like he was about a game away from another million dollars right like that's what i'm saying like it's got to be about something much deeper i mean some people are trying to say it's like a uh mental health issue and that could very well be the case the guy clearly has something wrong with him yeah but it could also be you know a bunch of shit going on in that locker room we don't know about you know what i mean so uh, it's it my only point is that i think it's definitely deeper than just not getting the ball agreed and it's definitely and it's definitely an antonio brown thing like, yeah. it, there may be more to the situation, but at the end of the day, this is the four, third third destination now that it's ended poorly. Fourth? I don't fucking know. I can't even keep track at this point. Right, which says enough on its own. Right. Yeah. So, a oh, fourth. I forgot about his day with the Patriots. So, <laughs> I, I, what can you say at this point other than it's got to be on that guy? <laughs> I mean, go get the help you need if you need it, but I, I don't think he plays in the NFL again. I think we just saw no uh I think it was his last snap. Also on Colorcast, my buddy was saying that uh he may have cost himself a Hall of backdoor Hall of Fame shot. I mean he has the numbers if he got another ring down right. there in Tampa. Put two rings in that name. I right. don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I think you're I think that's a valid point. For sure. Uh, Brady obviously got mad after on the field, not off the field, but on the field, he was clearly visibly pissed, was just hawking the ball million miles an hour, throwing it to Gronk and only Gronk. And he marched down and let it come back against the Jets. 
Bucks got the win there, 28-24. Bucks 12 and 4 right now. They are tied with the Packers for the best record in the NFL, if I believe. No, Packers have one more win. But uh Bucks clinched their division, of course, going to the playoffs again. I don't know if they're gonna have enough steam to get there. A lot of injuries. Uh defense is lacking. I don't think they're gonna make it, but better than the Jets for sure. First game this week, going to backtrack a little bit here. Giants-Bears, that was on Thursday. Or that was on Sunday, excuse me. 29-6, Bears beat the Giants. There was no Thursday night game this week. 6-10, the Bears. Giants, 4-12. Nice. 29-3, the Bears got the win. Bears officially better than the Giants. Glennon, 4 for 11, 23 yards. Giants had negative net passing yards. The Bears were the only other team to do that this year. Bears beat the Giants. That means the Bears are better. It's the medium Pepsi curse. It must be. It's the medium it Pepsi be. curse. The Mara medium Pepsi curse. Yeah, dude. Like you know how the Rangers had the like ma- the like Madison Square Garden curse. Yeah, we had time. the Babe Ruth curse. Right. Uh, exactly. Cubs had the Billy Goat. Yeah, they have the medium Pepsi. Curse. Medium Pepsi. I think it's that in the boat photo. Odell and Victor Cruz and all of them. <laughs> the boat photo. Because that record I gave you last week, mm-hmm. the five-year record, that was from the boat photo. Oh, no. Yeah. Tough stuff. Um, Joe Judge said, quote, multiple former players have called saying they miss playing for the Giants despite making more money elsewhere. Boldface lie. That has not happened. Nobody wants to play for the Giants. Joe Judge, you're a liar. You're just trying to save your job. Miss me with that shit. Robert Quinn set the Bears single season sack record. Good for him. Uh, Andy Dalton looked good. I think all of the Bears wins except for one this year have come when Andy Dalton or Nick Foles are the starter. Really? Really? Justin Fields? Where you at? Any response to that, my friend? Where you at, though? Also, Jacksonville Jaguars, where you at? Oh, right. The fucking morgue. 50 to 3. 50 burger. Birdie, you remember last week? You cannot bounce back. You can't not bounce back against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yes. It was a quote from last week. 50 to 3. Just laying the pipe down. We had a Brian Hoyer sighting. You know what that means? I turned the game off. I refuse to watch another snap of Brian Hoyer football. When Matt comes out, I come out. I want no part of the Patriots of Brian Hoyer's under center. But huge win. That's what you should do against the Jags. Patriots clinched a playoff berth, making the game against Miami next week so much less scary. I did not want to have to go into Miami in a must-win situation. Right. Yeah. Just, I want no part of that. Um, Jags clinched the number one pick, so two uh, two clinches there. Bill Belichick, his 20th 10-win season, tied with Don Shula for the most 10-win seasons of a head coach all time. Nice. He was also cracking jokes on the sideline, making Mac laugh. He loved to see that. We had happy Bill. When you put up 50 points, you get happy Bill. Yeah, it takes that many. <laughs> it takes no more, no less. It's hilarious. I have a uh, little graphic here. Patriots can still get the number one seed if we defeat the Dolphins next week. The Broncos beat the Chiefs. The Jets beat the Bills. And the Texans beat the Titans. So you're telling me there's a chance, Brody? Uh, dumb and dumber references. 
God. Yo, yo, I, we got to talk about something, though, dude. What? I thought I just thought of this because you said clinch. All right, so I'm on Twitter a couple nights ago. This girl posts on Twitter that one time she's, you know, getting down and dirty with this dude. And he he's he's going down on her from behind, right? And <laughs> and his nose touches her her butthole, so she clenches her butt cheeks and says, "I got your nose." And she was like, "He never oh, spoke to me again." And I was that? like, "If a girl did that to me, I would want to wife her up immediately because that's fucking hysterical." <laughs> my question oh my to you God. is, would you run? I would finish the act and then. Like, have a long thought with myself after, like, by myself, dark room, be like, all right. Yeah, really? Because, I mean, I feel like if, we you, doing if you're going in from behind like that, like, the nose getting caught up. You're in inviting holes, trouble. It's an occupational hazard at that point. Yeah, for like, sure. Bro, you're you inviting trouble that, like, with that you know, angle. Do it on the back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. Do it like a normal person. Right, exactly. Like, what the <laughs> Not fuck a are you super doing? freak. Yeah, what are you doing, bro? Like, what is this? Saying some fucking porno? Like, calm, calm down, bro. But. If somebody did that to me and said, I got your nose, I think it's one or the other, Birdie. And I think I would need that, like, window by myself in the dark to think. Am I going to marry this person or run or am away? I gonna, yeah, or am I going to get a restraining order? <laughs> okay, I just I'm going to... to City Hall regardless. I <laughs> yeah. just don't know what floor. Right. I just had to, uh, I had to get you to weigh in on that for me. I uh, appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, back to the spurts. Back to spurts. So, yeah, I'm a big Broncos, Jets, and Texans fan this week. We can still get number one uh, seed in the AFC. It's not going to happen, but we shall see. Never say never. Never say never. We just did it four times. Rams, Ravens, 20-19. Rams, 12-4 and four this season. Ravens, 8-6. and six. Tyler Huntley's giving you chances to win. I think he's going to be a starting quarterback next year. I just don't know where. Can I throw out a dark horse for you? Sure. The Pittsburgh Steelers. Ooh, that's a pretty good call, actually. You like it? Yeah, I do like it. I think the, the other team I would throw out there is Washington, but I, I got a, I got a hunch, man. Yeah, I, I think you're right, actually. I think at it's least more as a bridge, Washington, personally. And at the very least, he's a bridge quarterback. You right. Can draft one next year. Yeah, right. I, I'm fucking here for it, man. Um, Odell actually still good. He has five touchdowns with the Rams since the trade. Wild, wild, wild. No bad looks. Bad looks for Baker and the Browns. Stafford seven turnovers in the last two weeks. Uh, this week he had two interceptions. Uh, Mr. Chucky Clark is the one that picked him off twice. Phenomenal name there. There's also the Ravens' only touchdown. He took one of them back for a pick six, about 27 yards. Uh, he was also strip-sacked in the third quarter, but then came back to lead a perfect game-winning drive in the fourth quarter, and the Rams' defense kept the Ravens out of field goal range, leading to the win. And when you're keeping the Ravens out of field goal range, that means they never cross the 50-yard line because Justin Tucker's a fucking unit. Um, the Rams... Sean McVay said after the game about Matt Stafford, you know, he had struggles earlier in the game, but still came down and won the, won the damn thing for him. Um, he basically said that's what great players do. They're great when they're called upon. So he was like, doesn't matter what you do for me when you need me or when I need you and you come through for me, we're fucking here for that. Um, 
Ravens fifth straight loss the most since 2007 when they dropped nine in a row which paved the way for John Harbaugh to take over in 2008 uh, so this is the worst losing streak of the John Harbaugh era era five five losses that's pretty good to be honest that's your worst losing streak in yeah 13 years yeah I'll that's yeah that's not bad not bad at all um, four of those five losses in a row came by a combined five points. This Ravens season could have gone so much differently if they were healthy. Even so beat up, they fucking lose four of their five games there by a combined five points. You couldn't have been in those games more. Like I said, Tyler Huntley is keeping you in games even without Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you see the video I sent you? It's pretty brutal. Bertuzzi. Tough shot for Bertuzzi. Yeah, he takes one off the nutsack. Oh, no. He went down so hard. (laughs) He went down so hard. That puck literally hits his dick and balls, bro, and goes into the net. I mean, talk about sacrificing the body. Oh. You know they're gonna talk about that all year long in that locker room. Oh, he's and never. Remember when you gave down. up your your kids for a fucking goal? Yeah. Did bro. they win? I don't know. Imagine if they lost. Oh, I mean, I would retire. <laughs> Just flat out retire. Yeah, or I would straight up demand a trade. Get me out of this. I beg like, either you if trade give- me or I retire for a year and then I come back to play for your arch nemesis. If I put my nuts on the line for a goal, I swear to God, we better fucking win. I mean, I think that's fair. That is fair. Right? I, I don't know. I think I think you should be able to request a trade if you lost that. Can game. I ask you a question? What's up? When you when we're podcasting and you're like talking to me, do you look at the mic like it's me? Occasionally, because I look at the mic like I'm talking to you. I either look at the mic or I look at your name on the Discord screen. Okay. <laughs> I, I just thought of that. Like I'm sitting here staring at the mic, and I'm like, "Why am I doing this?" Do you think more people do that? I don't know. I don't know any other podcasters really. <laughs> I met a bunch on Colorcast, but that's that's really it. Yeah, but I wish I I wish there was like a place we could hang out. Talk yeah. shop, you know? The masked man's uh, center for game and coin. Right, exactly. Like, why don't we have a place like that? Yeah, we should have a place like that. Yeah, we should. We deserve it. We're all doing the same cringy thing, you know? We deserve this. We deserve it. Oh my god, my notes. Don't do that to me. Uh-uh. Scrolled me all the way to the bottom. Falcons 15 14 at halftime the Falcons and the Bills uh did not stay that way Bills won 29 to 15 blanked the Falcons in the second half just ran all over him with Devin Singletary the Bills actually ran the ball for once but it was against the Falcons so it doesn't fucking count you still can't run the ball you still won't be a Super Bowl team we'll see you in a couple weeks fuck you Buffalo um Falcons officially the best bad team this year at seven and nine and are officially eliminated from playoff contention. Arthur Smith might be the guy down there for head coach has done a really good job with a shit roster. This should be Matt Ryan's last year in Atlanta. They have no line, no defense. And by the time they're ready to compete, Matt Ryan's going to be a corpse. I'd trade him for whatever I can get this year and then go find a QB 
I wouldn't mind if you let him stick around for another season. If you're like, you don't have your guy in this year's draft, go get one next year. I'm fine with that too. But Matt Ryan is, is done in Atlanta. He should go somewhere else while he still has a little bit of an arm left. For show. Chiefs Bengals game of the year candidate birdie. 34 31. The Bengals took down the Kansas City Chiefs. Damn. Joe Burrow is so fucking good, Birdie. <laughs> Hop about to be. Oh, that's amazing. He is so fucking good. Joe Burrow, torn ACL last year. Doesn't matter. Came in and lit the world on fire. 500 yards against the Ravens last week. Came back and beat the number one seed in the AFC. Um, He also had his nameplate ripped off his jersey and then still came out through an elite performance. Jamar Chase, over 200 yards, three touchdowns for the rookie. Uh, definitely cemented his case as AFC or offensive rookie of the year excuse me chiefs were up 21 to 7 and the Bengals just got back into it as i said joe burrow and jamar chase connected for three touchdowns two in the first half bringing the Bengals all the way back they came down to the end of it wild ending chiefs stopped them they're on the goal line knocking about a minute and some change left chiefs stopped them third down gonna force a field goal there's an offsides automatic first down Bengals get four sets of downs from the uh one yard line able to take knees timeouts spike the ball able to get the clock all the way down to the end and kick the field goal off of the foot of Evan McPherson for the Bengals dub they also clinched the AFC North with that win Steelers Browns Ravens you can all go fuck yourself it's Cincinnati's division this year it's Joe Burrow's division this year. Enjoy it. Enjoy that. Enjoy your skyline. Who day? <laughs> nice. nice. Titans Dolphins 34 to 3. Fuck the Dolphins, man. I had them plus 3 in this one and they lost by 31 points. Oof. T- Titans 11 and 5, Dolphins 8 and 8, two first half two of fumbles. Dolphins offense is shit. They need to get a weapon that is not named Jalen Waddle. Tua might be the guy down there. They're ready for him. All the Tua believers have been just blasting his name all over the place this year. Two of this, two of that. Go get him some fucking weapons and you might be in business. Dolphins wins on their winning streak. Their seven game winning streak, Birdie. Mm-hmm. They beat the Texans. They beat the Ravens. They beat the Jets twice, the Panthers, the Giants, and the Saints. The Saints also had Ian Book starting. So nothing of note, really. Nothing of note. I I still think they're kind of shit. Yeah, I think that's fair. Their losses came against Josh Allen twice, Derek Carr, Carson Wentz, Tom Brady, Trevor Lawrence, Matt Ryan, and Ryan Tannehill. And, of course, next week, Mac Jones will beat the ever-living piss out of them on our way to the playoffs. But, you know, this brings up an interesting question. Um, What's that? When you have a team, right, that does stuff like this, in any sport, you see people say, like, well, they have to beat someone of note before we take them seriously. But how many times do they have to do that before you take them seriously? 
right? Like, let's say they came along and they beat the Chiefs one time. Does that mean they're a legit team or was that just a fluke game? Do they have to do it twice? At that point, is that legit or is that two fluke games? Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I see what you're saying. Like, I where's think a the lot bar? Comes, you know what I mean? I think a lot comes into that. I think part of it is the manner in which you win. Like, right. Like, say the Chiefs went out there and laid a dud against the Bengals yesterday and it was like 34 to 10. I honestly don't think you take that with as much like it says more about what how the chiefs played than it does how the Bengals played right right? but with the Bengals hanging with the chiefs being down 21 7 coming back and winning 34 to 31 at the end of the game right like that that shows me more about the Bengals than you know any other game they played this season so i think part of it is that i also think in the nfl like the season is so much shorter than every other sport i agree that those games kind of matter more and we have overreactions to teams beating teams and right you know whereas like hockey basketball if you win like three out of your four matchups with a team in the season you like that was supposed to be better than you You might be like all right this team's fucking coming around now beating up on a good team but whereas football like you might trade one and one like the patriots did with um, the Bills, or we might do with the Dolphins if we right. Next well, I mean, week. I, like, I I bring it up because it's like you know the same thing was happening with the Rangers for a couple months. They were beating a bunch of dog shit teams. People were like, well, right. they're untested. And then this past week, they beat Tampa twice in a row, and then right. beat Edmund like destroyed Edmonton last night. So it's like you know when does it become legit? You know, for sure. It seems to me so like I've... people will always like try to walk it back and be like, well, it's not enough. So it's like, where right. is the bar? And with football, it's interesting because, like you said, there's less games. So it's like, does that mean that the one win becomes more evident? Or it, I think you nailed it. It's how you win. It's not. Yeah, it's for sure. And how I honestly you win. think in that's NFL, true in every sport. It's how you win. It's not the win itself. Right. You know, it's one thing to march into a Tampa Bay stadium, you know, or, you know, whoever it is. And, and like dominate them and they're obviously it's a fluke game or like just if you completely control the game i think that says something like i do think like if if you stomp a really good team if you control the game that's one thing you know right yeah they're just sucking up and fucking up all over the goddamn place well that's another thing but i don't know it's just interesting and i was just thinking about it so no, I like it. It was a good question. Had a little nice talking point there. My like the where I was going with the Patriots and yeah. the Dolphins thing there. Like if the Patriots split with a team this year, you might like there might not be much definitive like proof. You know right. what I mean? Whereas in the NHL season, you play a team so many times, you might yeah. be able to say over the course of one season, oh, this team is legit now. Right. Whereas in the NFL, I think sometimes it takes like maybe a year or even two. Like what? The Chargers. Right. We talked right. about them last week, how they went from, you know, blowing four 17-point leads to, you know, now they're better, but they're still losing games they shouldn't to teams like the Texans. Right. You can well, kind of tell they're trending in a positive direction. But but they didn't flip that switch in one season. No, you but a it's... lot of people were saying that they did. And right. we, it felt like we're being the voice of reason over here and being like, no, 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 yep. no, no. You know, it's promising, but it's not there yet. Right. You know? So, yeah. Uh, yeah, no, that's a great point. That's a great point. I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it. All right, where were we here? The oh. Titans, Dolphins. I'm finishing up with that. Yeah. Uh, if the Titans win and the Chiefs lose, the Titans get the one seed. They also had a record-breaking amount of players suiting up this season. 
uh, it was like 80 something players, like enough to field two two rosters. That's the amount of people the Titans have had suit up this year. Damn. Because of that, Vrabel's the only other guy besides Bill Belichick I think I would give coach of the year to. Uh, I've been having a lot of arguments with people. They've thrown good points out. They've thrown names out I didn't think about. I still think when you get to the end of the day, those are the two names you're between. It's Bill and Vrabel. Raiders. Let me, let me, well, let me hear your argument as to why. I get the. Well, Vrabel I kind of said it like, with Vrabel. Yeah. With okay. Bill. So Bill, Bill took a rookie quarterback to the playoffs. Right. Yeah. That's no right. other team. No other team with the rookie quarterback has done that this season. We were dog shit last year, led yep. by Cam Newton. Yeah, we were, were dog shit trash. last year. Yep. So the fact he flipped this team around and had us. You know, two, three weeks ago, I think it was now, we were the number one, we had the best odds to win the Super Bowl of any team in the NFL. The fact you took a team that looked like it did last year and flipped it in one season with a rookie quarterback to even at any point have the best odds to win the Super Bowl, I think that deserves coach of the year. It deserves at least a nod. Yeah, it's something. Yeah. I also heard somebody say, if the, would I be mad at, or would I take it if – Bill Belichick never got another coach of the year, but they named the award after him. 100% I would. 100% I would. You could take the ones he already has won, too. I don't give a fuck. If you name the award after him, I'm, f I'm fine. I'm good with that. Yeah, I, I think that would be a fair <clears throat> trade. I don't know if you take the ones he already has. That seems a little excessive. No, it is. But I'm just saying that's how like little I would care if you already if you name the award after. I don't give a fuck what happens. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's immortalized at that point. Exactly. Raiders Colts 23-20. This was a game of the week. Raiders needed to win to save their season. Colts needed to win to have a chance at the AFC South. They could have clinched. Um, Raiders stay alive, put the Colts season in jeopardy. Colts must go down to Jacksonville and win on the road in week 18, something they haven't done since 2014. Colts lost their chance at the AFC South with this loss, as I said. 23 to 20 the Raiders got the win in overtime more Raiders drama birdie put a team in Las Vegas they said <laughs> it'll be fun they said Nate Hobbs fifth round rookie out of Illinois secondary cornerback found drunk passed out behind the wheel in a parking lot in Las Vegas tough stuff DUI <laughs> More drinking and driving in the Raiders organization. Can we stop, please? Please. Raiders somehow have found their way into a playoff chance despite all the shit that went on this season. They play the Chargers on Sunday night. The winner goes to the playoffs. Ooh. Huge fucking game. I love when those happen. It's not like, oh, we need to win and this team needs to lose. No. Win and you're in. Yeah, of course. That's the ultimate stakes. Right. This that game Sunday night is going to be so fucking good. And of course, I'm saying that. So it's going to be like dog shit. 31 to three dud. Chargers yeah. win. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. 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 Colts. That was their first loss of the season when Jonathan Taylor rushes for 100 yards. They were nine and oh when he ran for 100 yards. I, ge I geeked out because when you first said their name, like when you first brought up this game, it sounded like you said the Indianapolis Colts. And, the cults and i was like what the indianapolis people's temple like the, <laughs> like what the people's temple of indianapolis <laughs> the indianapolis like heaven's gates like what, what the fuck is this 
That's what Waco, I'm Indiana. I'm not, calling, I'm not calling them the Colts anymore. They're, I'm, every time I call them something, I'm just going to name a different cult. Nice. I like and I'm going to name the cult plural. Like that's going to be like the Indianapolis people's temples. <laughs> <laughs> this is probably a highly inappropriate joke because so many people died, but I don't, you know, it's whatever. I'm <laughs> taking a risk. You know, it's not whatever that people died. That's, that's obviously sad. I'm just saying I'm making the joke deal with it. I like risks. I'm here for it. Verdi. Yeah. Um, did you see that video I sent you earlier? Oh, yeah, I saw that when it happened. Okay, sweet. Eagles 20, Washington Football Club 16. Eagles 9 and 7, they punched their ticket to the playoffs with this win. Washington Football Club is eliminated and supposedly announcing their new team name on February 2nd. Ooh. wonder what it's going to be. Supposedly. What if oh, they I... just went back to Redskins? <laughs> that would be fucking hilarious. It would be like the worst, dude. Like the worst. Can we talk about how funny it would have been? Would have been though. Yes, it would have been pretty funny. At least to like laugh at Washington fans because they're the worst. They're the worst. Like just the worst. The worst. Washington Football Club. So you saw their, like the list of the names or whatever. Yeah, like, like a, a few long from time months ago. ago. Yeah, yeah, I remember we talked about that. I, they said that those aren't going to, none of those are going to be the name. Okay. So wonder what the name is. Supposedly there, if you type in, uh, I think it's WashingtonAdmirals.org or something. It redirects you to the Washington football club homepage. Admirals is not a bad name. It's not a bad name. And then as soon as people started figuring that out, a bunch of other shit leaked like concerning different names i think one was the commanders i think another one was the groundhogs no so there was like a bunch of shit leaking and i was like i think it's just commanders and they fucked up and now they like had to leak other shit to try and fix their fuck up Ugh. oh they're a mess but speaking of washington being a mess washington stadium is more dangerous than the team uh, yeah, I was railing just a broke. People punched their ticket to the hospital. <laughs> yeah, dude. Not fucking that, railing broke right above the tunnel. Jalen Hurts is running his way out of the field. Some Eagles fans shouting to see him, and they just fall right on fucking top of him, basically. Jesus Christ. And this fucking is, railing was, gives out. Wasn't their stadium the same? The sewage water. Was that was that Washington Football Club? That was this season. Okay, I wasn't sure if it was that team or if it was, like, the Nationals or something. I nope. couldn't remember. It was Washington Football Club this season. Jesus Christ. So not only can you get, like, MRSA just from sitting in the stands, but you could break fucking bones. Yep. Jesus Christ. All to watch a team without a name. Right? I saw Paul McCartney at that stadium once. It was fucking lit. That's actually wild. It's really wild because I had, like, a nosebleed seat, but one of my friends had, like, a third row seat. And he got a kidney stone while we were on the way to the show. So he handed me his ticket, got off the train, called me and said, I have to go to the hospital. Just take my seat. So I was third row for a Paul McCartney show. This I was like that. a long time ago, too, when he could still sing. And this dude handed me, a, me and my friends a joint. And we all smoked it. And the only one of us that didn't smoke the joint is the one that got in trouble for smoking the joint. And he got kicked out. Ooh. <laughs> Shit was hilarious. <laughs> Uh, now you're sober and kicked out, son. 
Get fucked! Get fucked! <laughs> it was fucking amazing. All right, let me speed through these next two games before I get to the last two I want to talk about. Okay. Um, Chargers 34, Broncos 13. As I talked about, the Chargers are going to play the Raiders on Sunday. Winner is in. Big win for the Chargers there. Kept their season alive. Niners 23, Texans 7. Trey Lance starts in place of Jimmy G, who needs surgery on his thumb, but isn't completely ruled out of starting. It's a weird situation. I don't really know what's going on with Jimmy G. Yeah. My original take on Lance stays. He showed flashes, but he just isn't ready yet. Niners 9 and 7 have a chance to slip into the playoffs next week. We shall see what happens. Seahawks 51, Lions 29. Big scoring Ooh. game. Seahawks Ooh. 6 and 10 this season. Lions 213 in that one tie against the Steelers. Gotta love it. Maybe Russell Wilson's final home game as well. We're gonna get to another Swan song in a second. 31 to 7 at halftime for the Seahawks. DK Metcalf, three touchdowns. Russell Wilson, four touchdowns, zero turnovers. And Birdie making a triumphant return. Our ESPN 50% shooting on a full moon when the gym is under 70 degrees. Stat of the week. Rashad Penny, his last four games, over 450 yards, five touchdowns, and nearly seven yards per carry. That is a third of his career yards and half of his career touchdowns over a four-year span for four years in the league was also a first-round pick, so that's not super great. But live it up to the hype the last four games. (laughs) Right? Late bloomer. Late bloomer. Keep doing what you do. Cardinals-Cowboys, 25-22. Kyler owns Jerry's world. He is 9-0 at AT AT&T Stadium. 5-0 in high school, 2-0 in college, and 2-0 in the NFL. Mm. Mm. Jerry... Go get Kyler. Living rent free. <laughs> Living rent free in Jerry Jones noggin in the since Emperor's team. <laughs> uh, Michael Gallup tore his ACL on a sweet touchdown catch. Cowboys can't stop mobile QBs. Hurts, Murray, and Hill averaged four yards per carry or more against them. I have a stat here too showing how bad they are against runs to the outside. So these are against five different opponents these are the cowboys yards allowed per attempt on inside runs against the saints three football team 3.9 giants 3.2 football team again 3.7 cardinals 2.3 now yards per run on outside run attempts saints seven up four yards per attempt from their uh, inside runs football team 4.2 Giants, 9.5, up 6.3 yards from inside attempts. 5.3 for the Washington Football Club. And Cardinals, 5.9. They can't stop runs to the outside. They can't stop mobile quarterbacks. Every contender has a flaw that's going to take them out of the playoffs. Mm. That's that's going to be Dallas's flaw. Yeah. Yeah. If you can't stop the run late in the season, especially in the cold, if you go up to Green Bay and they're just running on you, what's right. going to happen? Yeah, you're donezo. You're donezo. You're fucking donezo, son. And they got fucking Thunder Thighs Aunt Jemima Dillon back there. Woo. Uh, Panthers Saints. This one I'll go by quickly to 18 to 10. The Saints got that one. Panthers allowed seven sacks. Uh, They had four last week. Matt Rule keeps using a two QB set. It's ridiculous. They're both broken. They're both a mess. Pick one. Sam Darnold, pick one. Cam Newton, just pick one. Roll with that one. Stop using both of them. 
Yeah. Yeah. Packers Vikings 37 to 10, just an absolute route. The Vikings did not look like they should have been in that game. And the Swan Song Birdie. Fuck the Vikings. Fuck the Vikings. Big Ben his last home game? Yes. Is he a top 10 QB of all time? Yes. <laughs> Was it kind of sad? Yes. <laughs> Been through 50 times for only 123 yards. If I told you, at, really at any point in the history of the world, if Ben Roethlisberger threw for 50 times, you would not guess it was for under 200 yards. No. No. The man loves to sling it. Every single pass, Birdie, was like a drag or an out route. Mm. Phenomenal. But anyway, Najee Harris, 28 yards, 188, or 28 carries, 188 yards, excuse me. Ben Roethlisberger's final game with the Steelers. He got a sweet little ovation at the end. He got to go out. They got an interception with 10 seconds to go. So he got to go out and kneel the ball down. Got his moment. Yeah, that's sweet. JJ, TJ Watt, excuse me, had four sacks. Just absolutely ate him up. Bud Dupree and JJ Watt are scary. How about Alex Highsmith and TJ Watt? I said JJ Watt every single time there. Baker Mayfield is not the guy. There cannot be that much of a drop-off between Case Keenum and Baker right now. Like, he's so hurt. I said this last week. I'm not going to hammer it anymore. Get the man out. Get him healthy and run it back next year. But I don't think Get him out. Get him out. Yeah, I I agree with you. That's all I got for football this week. Okay, before we hit the NBA, open the message I just sent you and tell me how much money someone would have to pay you to do that to you. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> For the listener at home, it is a small Japanese woman with boxing gloves pummeling some dude's testicles. <laughs> like pummeling, pummeling. Them over and over again. <sighs> I don't know if anyone could pay me that amount of money. I was just gonna say I don't think there's any amount of money. Yeah, I don't know. She's hitting them just over and over and over and over. And And not just, like, tapping them. I mean, that bitch is, like, whacking them. Like, it's whack-a-mole. Like, it's real bad. I don't know, though, dude. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, you give me, like, $20 million. Why do I feel follow the the Phoenix Suns French account? It's so weird how Twitter will just do that, dude. I pulled up like I, I was trying to. I thought it was a Phoenix Suns tweet. I was trying to read it, and I was like, "This is in English." What the fuck? Yeah, isn't it so weird how Twitter does that? Like, you just find yourself following things. You're like, "Why the fuck am I even?" F-? Like, I'm following people. I don't even know how it happened. Yeah, dude, and they're not even like. It's not even like they're like sports people, and it's just like some girl. And I'm like, you don't even have like. You know, like, you're not even, like, posting pics. Like, you're just some girl. Like, how the fuck did this even happen? Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I don't know. Like, you don't make art of any kind. Why am I following you? How did this happen? Anyway. um, Yeah, you want to do basketball and then talk about hockey and then we can get the hell out of here? Yes, sir. Okay. Kai. What's up with the b-ball? All right, basketball. I got so normally I have five things for basketball. Uh huh. I've got ten quickies this week instead of five big ones. Okay. Trey Young, we're gonna rapid fire. Trey Young puts up fifty six in a loss. 
his uh, season high. Cleveland Cavaliers trade Denzel Valentine to the Los Angeles Lakers in exchange for Rajon Rondo. Uh, Lakers said about the trade, basically it frees up their bench depth a little more. They were kind of guard heavy, needed some people to fill in on the wing. Denzel Valentine will do just that. Good move. Jalen Brown dropped a career high 50 points in over in an overtime win against the Orlando Magic yesterday. Mm. Or two days ago, excuse me. Mm. Big win. Big game. Duckets. Good stuff for Mr. Jalen Brown, especially with Jason Tatum out. You love to see it. Stepping up. Stepping up. Luka Bongic returns. He put up triple-double after a 10-game absence. Good stuff for the Love Mavericks. Love to see. Love to see. They're in shambles. They're mishandling him. He's going to end up probably wanting out of there sooner rather than later. But return for a triple-double. Good stuff. Clay Thompson was expected to return on Sunday. He did not do that. We're hoping it's going to be this week. I can't fucking wait. I'm so excited to see Clay Thompson back on the court. I'm so excited to see him back next to Steph Curry. And the Warriors are going to be fucking disgusting when he's back. They're already the top seed in the West. Uh, Kyrie, he cleared COVID protocols, opening the door for his first start of the season. I mean, we've been through the Kyrie drama a ton on this show. Um, not going to deep dive it, but he is back. He is playing road games, and he has cleared COVID protocol, which he went into the first day he was reinstated. So should see him shortly. Josh Giddy, the Thunder rookie, became the youngest player to record a triple-double in NBA history, 19 years old in 84 days. He topped LaMelo Ball, who said it two years ago at 19 years in 140 days. Becky Hammond, she takes a head coaching job with the Las Vegas Aces, a WNBA team. That that uh, deal is going to make her the highest paid coach in the WNBA. Good for Becky Hammond, former Lit. Spurs assistant. She learned under Greg Popovich. She's going to be a monster. Papa Popovich. Papa 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 Popovich. Rockets suspend Kevin Porter Jr. and Christian Wood for poor behavior during the team's loss to Denver on Sunday. They're both ejected, just being a nuisance. Being a general nuisance. Uh, rest in peace, our final bit of, of basketball news. Celtics legend, Hall of Famer, Sam Jones. He won 10 titles with the Celtics during the 50s and 60s. 60s. He passed away last week at the age of 88. Rest in peace to his Celtics legend. And that will do it for basketball this week. All right. Nice uh, blitz there. Thank um, you. Cover zero. Uh-oh. Greg Williams special. Uh-oh. What? Update from NHL. Uh, some Uh-oh. bullshit. I don't give a fuck. Okay. But speaking of the NHL, let us get to the hockeys. Um, and I see the first thing that you want to talk about is actually the first thing I want to talk about, too. The uh, Kraken fan saving the man's life. Yes, yeah, Kraken woman. Yes. Fantastic. Love to see. So apparently now I didn't see like really this happen. I just kind of saw it afterward. She was tapping on the glass, like, very persistently to get the attention of, I believe he's an assistant coach of the Canucks, right? Yes. And just held her phone up with a note that said, like, I'm a medical student or I'm a doctor or one or the other. Like, that mole on the back of your neck could be cancerous. You need to get it checked out. It was malignant. Said it was. Yeah. Said it is cancer. Yeah. He was malignant, was cancer, and he's alive because of her. 
which is fucking fantastic. Snaps. Lo- yeah, love to see. Love to love see. Love to see. Yeah, she also got $10,000 from the Canucks to go to her medical school. Yeah, that's fucking awesome, man. Awesome. All around good story. Yeah, it's feel good as fuck. Feeling good as fuck. Did you watch the Winter Classic? So I didn't see the games. There, of course, right football going on. Right, but I saw the Blues entrance. Yeah, it was hilarious. It was pretty great. Hawaiian shirts and flip flops. Yeah, and like those fucking like way too short short shorts that yep. all the frat bros wear. Oh yeah. Jesus Christ, it was fucking. They funny. looked like every hockey player I went to fucking high school with. Right. Right. Yes, they did. You know, I never dressed like that. I just didn't get it. Like, I was like, guys, just because we do this doesn't mean we have to do that. One of my best friends was a hockey player his entire life. He dressed like that every single day of high school. I just don't get it. Like, why? I don't like we're already putting on one uniform. We got to put on two now. You know what I mean? (laughs) It never made sense to me, man. But, you know, I'm a little punk rocker, so. Punk bitch. Hey, 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 watch the language, man. <laughs> Part, sorry, punk spitch. Yeah, spitch. Um, it was an uh, interesting game. You know, it was negative four degrees, which I believe is actually the third coldest sporting event in American history. Yeah, that's fucking wild, dude. Yeah, I saw dude. it was supposed to get a negative 21 in wind chill. Jesus Christ. Um, I, somebody said that the blues didn't even have water in their water bottles. They had chicken broth. <laughs> They're like trying to stay warm and shit. I was like, that's pretty brilliant. But I imagine they heated the ice. dehydrating. Yeah, dude. Like, what the fuck? You got to heat that shit. That's crazy as fuck. But yeah, it was. It was I don't know. The blues like really put a fucking clinic on um, the wild you know, made a valiant push to come back, but they got destroyed in the end. I can't remember what the score is. I want to say it was seven to four or seven to five, something like that. Six to four. Um, yeah. You know, I don't really care if the Rangers aren't playing in the winter classic. I think blues wild was an interesting choice. It's very interesting, dude. I don't know. Like, I don't know. It's just like I feel like the winter classic should just always be like original, six original teams. six. Yeah. Right. If you want to, I feel like it should just be original six teams, but if you're going to get, like, pushy with it, you should at least have one original six team. Right. Exactly. I get you want other teams to have the opportunity. Like, that's fine. That's fair, but you got, like, one of the six better fucking be in there. Yeah, it's just, it's really dumb. Like, I don't know, whatever. Who cares? Um, Well, I think classic NHL, I think Minnesota wild hockey. Right. Yeah. (laughs) You know, like, I don't know. It would be dope to see Rangers Bruins. Or um, even like anything, Blackhawks, Red Wings would be dope. Yeah, right. Any of them, dude. Any of them. Yeah, I, Toronto, just Montreal would be awesome. Yeah, you know, but whatever. They just hit different. We're just fans. What do we know? Um, what do we know? Uh, more wild news. Yeah, we'll move off the wild. Sure. Uh, they re-signed Coach Dean Evison and his staff to multi-year contract extensions due to the recent success of the franchise. Yeah, I think it's a good move. I think it is too. They're doing because they're job definitely like you know, they've been positively trending for the last couple seasons. 
Yeah, and they so, were positively dog shit for about a decade before that. Right. So, I mean, <laughs> I don't think that's all down to the coaching staff. I think some no. of that is th- actually their, you know, uh, front office acquired some pretty good players like Matt Zuccarello. And, you know, I feel like some moves like that really made a difference. Um, they drafted pretty well. Um, but, you know, the coach is clearly getting the best out of those players. So keep them on, right? Keep them on, I mean, keep them no on, Lane keep them rolling, keep them rolling. You do what you can. He leaned, been blow. Look, say what you will about AV, and I've said plenty, but uh, the dude has a talent for getting teams to pay him when he's not coaching. Yeah. He always gets a team to assign him like a three-year extension, and then they fire him the next season. Immediately. Yep. <laughs> he gets like two years for free. <laughs> like, you want this extension? All right, you want to sign right there? There, initial there. Yep. All right, now get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out. <laughs> uh, yeah, pretty great. Um, so I guess we could talk about this Carolina game. Four nothing. Yeah. And then Carolina just puts a seven spot up on them. Yeah. Seven was unanswered the, goals. Wasn't it like all in one period, pretty much? I think a couple were in the second, but they were mostly all in the third period. Let me see if I can pull up the box score because you might be right, but who was it against? The Blue Jackets, right? Yes. Yeah, let's let's check the box score. Uh, two in the second and then five in the third. Yeah. Yeah. But what I thought. Which is not really that surprising because you're playing the Blue Jackets. And the Hurricanes... You just don't see a team put up seven unanswered very often. No, but the Hurricanes really are technically the best team right now. Yeah, they are. Like their records 23 and 8, but because the Rangers have four overtime losses and the Capitals have eight overtime losses, which is absurd. That's the only reason the Capitals are in first place. Like even if you look at the Rangers, Rangers are 22 and 12, Caps are 20 and 14. Like they're really not as good as as the points would have you believe. You know? Um shows they're old too. Yeah, but Carolina Carolina is. Carolina's 23 and 8. I mean, that's a goddamn record if I've ever seen one. And Boston has squeaked into the wild card spot in the past yeah, we couple have. days. Yeah, you have. Yeah. That's not uh not surprising to me cuz I don't like Boston and Pittsburgh to me you never count out. You know, like I always think like That's fair. In the second half of the season they're gonna make a push to try to at least squeak into the playoffs. Whether or not they'll last is one thing, but, you know, we'll see. We'll slip in there somewhere. Yeah, you slip in there somewhere. You might have to slip on in there somewhere. Toronto, though. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Shit'll be hilarious if you got to play Toronto first. I know you won't like it, but I think it'd be hilarious. Toronto. I don't, I won't. I'll beat the shit out of Toronto. I'll do that. What do you think is the most annoying fan base in hockey? Is it Toronto? Toronto. It's Toronto, right? Thank you. Jesus Christ. They're the worst. Somebody was they trying to say Montreal in 20 years and they want to act like they're one of the big boys. Oh, dude, they will forever give you like, I saw somebody on Twitter say this the other night. If you say Toronto is not good, they will give you 25 reasons why they are good. And then 25 reasons why every other team isn't as good as you think. <laughs> and it's just like, shut the fuck up, dude. Like, just stop. What if you want anything? Yeah, get it. Like, okay, bitch, get it done. Get it done. How about, la- what was it, last year in the playoffs? Fucking 
was it Austin Matthews had one goal? Well, it's because he has a shitty mustache. Yeah, he really needs to get rid of that goddamn mustache, dude. Like, I hate that I see it every time I load up NHL 22. It's, too. it's horrendous, isn't it? It's not great. It's horrendous. It's horrendous. Also, I'm thinking tomorrow maybe the Russian discussion will make its full roster debut. I'm down. Yeah? I'm down. Are we down for this? I'm down for this. I don't have much else to talk about. One more thing I want to talk to you about before we get out of here. Do you like Curb Your Enthusiasm? I've never watched it. I'm not a Seinfeld guy. I'm not either. Curb is not like Seinfeld, though. It's much more, like, pointed and kind of, like, mean-spirited. Yeah. I don't know. I've It's one of those shows I've always, like, known is that everyone loves it, but it's just nothing I've ever... I've never watched a second of it. Yeah, I mean, it's very, like... um. I have HBO. I pass it's, it pretty often. It's pretty silly, but I just, I don't know. I was watching the newest season today, and there was this one scene where he was talking about uh, having sex with, like, dwarves, and I was fucking crying laughing. Because <laughs> you know who J.B. Smoove is? Like, the comedian? Yes. Yeah, yes. he plays a character on the show called Leon Black, and she's like, they're talking about the book Little Women. And he's like, oh, yeah, little women. He's like, but I think, you know, they call them midgets or dwarves. He's like, you stack two of them on top of each other. It's like a normal-sized woman. You tap that ass. Like, it's so fucking ridiculous, dude. It's really fucking funny. But, yeah, I mean, it's not everyone's cup of tea. But I think you would probably like it. I mean, I get not liking Seinfeld, but it's much more, like, Sunny-esque than Seinfeld. Like it's dark that's and fair. like that's if you're if it's mildly dark, offensive, you know yeah. what I mean? Like he says things that it's like, oh, I'm not so sure you can say that. Um, so yeah, I feel like you might you might like it. Um, but yeah, any dark comedy, I'm pretty much in on. Yeah, he. I mean, he'll go pretty dark. Like there's episodes where he accidentally pees on a photograph of Jesus, and everyone thinks that the picture is crying and shit. Like. <laughs> It gets, it gets, it'll get pretty far out there, man. Um, but yeah, anyway, I'm done. Let's uh, take a break before we hit color cast at 11 tonight. Yes, sir. And um, yeah, we'll see all y'all there. Oh, I'm sorry. Do you have a casty? Me and Birdie have Oh casties. yeah, we do. We do. What? Moving up in the world, Spitch. Spitch. All right. Follow us on all the socials. It's Instagram, Twitter, and Twitch. It's all, you know, Stone Sports Podcast. Like, comment, subscribe, wherever you get your podcast. Do that because it helps a shitload. And, um, yeah, let's get the fuck out of here, dubs. Let's get the fuck on out of here. Peace. Lightest. Lightest.